Get started today is Daf Ayin Ches, and um, we're going to actually start with today's Daf, um, and uh, hopefully I'll get a review in at some point in time, but I'm um, in a bit of a rush today, so we'll try our best. And uh, we're starting at the bottom of the page on Daf Ayin Zayin Amad Beis, Amar Rabbi Pinchas Mishom Rav Huna Tzipora, Rabbi Pinchas said, in the name of Rav Hunotzipora, Mayan Hayotim Beis Kodesh Hakodeshim. This spring that left the the place of the Kodesh Hakodeshim that's written about in the Nevoah of Yecheskel, Betchila Doma Lekanich Hagavim. It started out looking like a tiny little, uh, the you know the antenna of grasshoppers. Once it got to the the opening of the echal, then it, it appeared a little thicker like the string of a shesi. Which is what the shesi is the uh, the warp, and the woof is the arev, which is a little bit of a thicker thread. It's like the mouth of a tiny little cruise of oil. Okay, very very small, still a tiny little trickle. That's what it means, meaning the thickness of the pach, of a small cruise. Um, um, once it got going, it kept increasing in size. Until it came to the opening of the house of David, it became like a a, a big, uh, a, like a, a stream that went very fast. It was fit for um, bathing for a Zav or a Nida uh, and a Yoledes. It was a kosher, it was a spring, spring-fed uh, water. The use of the word mikor is as mikorahera. It's the term referring to a woman. And uh, you see for uh, purifying herself. Some reviews of mikan remes. We have here a bit of a hint. Lenida to a halacha lenida. Shetricha leishev atzavora b'mayim. So you didn't know Chazara today. Yeah, I have to catch a flight. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. No problem. Okay, I have to well, catch a flight. Going on, yeah. Okay, right. I, 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 I really, um, I, I apologize. No I hope I'm forgiven. <laughs> Thank you, Rabbi, for, for uh, making your time. Come. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't find anybody. That's really what it is. <laughs> but you thank you anyhow. Right. You think it's easy. I can't find anybody. There's nobody willing to... Uh... I terrible. Okay. Okay. But what's can you do? He says that there is a hint that Anita it should be in such water, even though we say it's only it's the same amount of water, but it should be up to her neck. That's how deep the the mikveh should be. Yeah. But that is not the Gemara tells us that is not the halacha. It's not a requirement. Okay. Now back to our story. What about Shabbos? The ikamidal. My, um, what about on Shabbos crossing the body of water, where you wear shoes? Is there concern that maybe in order to cross the body of water, which he said for Yom Kippur you're allowed to cross, but there's an advantage in Yom Kippur because after all you're not wearing shoes. Mm-hmm. So, but over here when you wear shoes, 
Is there a concern that you're going to carry your shoes? And that's a big problem. So, my, what's Allah? So, the son-in-law of the Beit Nesiyah, I met up with Rav Amiravasi, the Matu Urkim and the Mai, they came to a big bottle, and they wore, they wore their shoes, they walked it across with their shoes. So, Gmar says, okay, that maybe works for a minnow, which is a shoe that's, you know, tied tightly around your foot, it's not falling off in the water. Sandal, what about a sandal? Which uh, can slip off in the water, you're more likely to carry it. So I'm I saw Ravina wearing even his sandals. Ravashi Ravashi says, however, Ideally, it's best best because there really is a bigger concern that you're going to come to pick up your sandals, and it's carrying on Shabbos. So we have here a very interesting story. So the Reish Galusa came to Agrunya in the house of Reb Nasan, and Rafram Mekula Rabbanon Asul Pirka. All the Rabbanim made it to Shir. Okay, after all, the Reish Galusa is here. Okay, you got to listen to the Shir. You got to go show the respect. Ravina Lo Asan. Ravina didn't make it to Shir. The Machar the next day, Bayi Rafram Lafuki the Ravina Midaited the Reish Galusa. He knew that the Reish Galusa might be taking a front to the fact that he didn't show up in the Shir. So Raphram wanted to obey, appease the Rish Galusa by, you know, in, with, with Ravina, to make it that he's good with him. So Amr Lay, so this is Raphram talking to Ravina in the presence of the Rish Galusa. Why didn't you come to Shir yesterday? Amr Lay, I couldn't, my foot was hurting. Well, what's the problem? You put on... Um, you know, you wrap it up with the sandals, with shoes, I mean. So, uh, I can't wear shoes. I couldn't wear shoes because it's the top of my foot. Yeah, the shoe, you know, hurts it. Okay, so wear a sandal. That'll, that, that's not touching it. It'll leave it exposed so that's safe. I can't wear sandals because there's a body of water I have to cross to get to the place. To the place. So you can't you wear it across? And actually that is Ravina Sita that you could wear it across. Don't you agree to Ravashi? That even though I did it, but ideally, you really shouldn't. So that really appeased the Rish Klusa. You see the intelligence of Raphram to raise the question and make it as part of the conversation so you'd understand that it wasn't something personal. It was he couldn't he really couldn't go. And he knew that it, that was the case, but he wanted to make sure that the Rish Galusa knew. All right, new thing. Tani Yudabar Gurukros, Asr Leishav Al Kabitina Biyam Kippurim. You're not allowed to sit on mud on Yom Kippur, because after all, it's wet. You get the, um, and you're getting, it's like a Rechitza. Ham Rav Yishu Malevi Ubitina Metbachas. It's not just any mud. It's a kind of mud that's wet enough that when you push on it, it the water comes up. Okay. How wet does it need to be? Not wet to the touch only, but so wet that when you touch it and you move your hand to the other piece, it transfers the wetness to the next thing. That's called tofech, and that's the level that we're talking about. However, that being said, although mud, we're not learning, but uh, if you want to become uh, cold with fruit, using a, a fruit, 
let's say that's cold but to touch, you put it on your neck or whatever to cool yourself off, mm-hmm. that's okay. Rav Yudha Mitzdanin Bukhara, he used gourd, which is, you know, pumpkin, and it, it would put it on his, on his skin to cool himself off. Rabbi Mitzdanin Bihinuka, he used to hold the baby, it would cool him off, because the babies are a little cooler to touch than the older people. Rava Mitzdanin Bikasa the Kaspa, he would use a silver goblet and put that to his skin, it also cooled him. Amar Papa Kasa the Kaspa, Male, if it's filled, also, then it's a problem. Chaser, but if it's not full, so then Sharit's Mutter. What's the idea of the Because when it's full, you'll, you know, you can spill it on yourself, and then it'll be a Rechitza. And it's something that you really want to have, and it's not a complete accident, right? It's, uh, so therefore, it's an issue. But if it's, uh, um, that's, but if it's Chaser, there's no concern. However, the Pakra, if it's made out of earthenware, so either be the then it's going to be also no matter <coughs> why. Mishum de Mishkal Shachal, because that actually, the, the breeze, the, the water goes really through the holes, these tiny little holes, and it actually gets wet on the outside. Okay, Rav, Amar Kasa de Kaspa Chaser Nami Aser. Even when it's, even if it's not a lot of water in it, it's still Aser, Mishum de Mizdarev, and that's because it's slippery, and it could slip down, and you could, it will spill on you. Zir Bachama was the innkeeper of choice for the rabbis of Rav Ami, Rav Asi, Rav Levi, all the rabbanon of Caesarea. They used to frequent his inn. So Rav Amr lay the Rav Yosef braid the Rav Levi. So he told Rav Yosef one time, the son of Rav Levi. Pararia, the son of a lion, Ta Emelacham Milsam Ali Sadavid Abravok. Let me tell you a good shtick, a girl a good chap that your father used to do. Mitbachas Hayalobi Ervia Mikpuram. He had a a uh, handkerchief from before him kipper, Vishara Isabimaim, and he would soak it in water to get wet. They also soak him in kilim nugubim. And then before Yom Kippur, he squeezed it out so it should be it's dry that you can't really squeeze any more out. But it's still uh, cool from the wetness that it was. Okay, it's still damp. Then he used this as like a, a wipe, so to speak, to wipe his face and his hands and feet, and that is permissible. So that's a nice hatter that your father, Rabbi Shumalib, used to do. Erev Tishabav, Shar also On Erev Tishabav as well, he used to soak it in water. Ma'vir el Gabeinav, and he would pass it over his eyes. Put it under his eyes. He would do that. And on Erev Yom Kippur also, he'd have it with um, soaking in water. Erev Yom Tiv. He dried out the best he could. You know, squeeze it out. So it's interesting, in his version, it was slightly, it was reversed. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually said it the other way around. Um, not, the way, not the way you put it here, but the first version. And we asked, isn't that an issue of Srita that you can actually, there's something they could squeeze out. So apparently on Yom Kippur, it's a bigger issue that you really need to squeeze it in such a way that you're not going to be able to um, uh, get any, uh, you know, get any moisture out. 
Um, so that's the question. How wet can it How be? Can do it? But the point being is, is that although uh, the bottom line is, is that if it's, if it's not too wet, so then to pass that over your eyes, and you know, it's not called rechitza, and it's acceptable on Yom Kippur. Okay, and uh, can get hot on Yom Kippur. This is a good trick to know. Amram Nashi Bar Tachlifa Amarav Amram Amarav Barbarchana Shalos Rabbi Lazar. They asked Rabbi Lazar this question. Now, by the way, this discussion really has no uh, contact here, but uh, we'll, we're tying it in. Zakin Yoshi Yeshiva Tzarich Little Rishus Lati Berchoros So Ain't No Tzarich. Does he, a, a Zakin Yoshi Yeshiva need Rishus to be Mati Berchoros or not? So the question is, my Kamei Boilu, what is the Shaila? This is the question. We have a, from Rav Idibar They left it into the control of the house of the Nasi. And basically, because it's a, basically in order to maintain the authority of the house of the Nasi, nobody's matter bechorus. Doesn't matter how you can't just put out your own, you know. Hachshar, so to speak, to be matur v'choros. You need the authority, the certification from the house of the Nasi to maintain their a central authority in these areas. Okay, and therefore everybody's included. Or do we say, given the zakan since after all he's already sitting in a Sanhedrin, he's an elder from the Sanhedrin. Ain't Maybe he doesn't need that. So Amar Rab Sadok Ben Chaluka. So Rab Sadok Ben Chaluka got up. Abraglov and his feet. Farmer Ani Reisius Rab Yosef Ben Zimra. I met up with Rab Yosef Ben Zimra, who was Shazak in Yosef Bishivaya. He was actually such a student. The Amad Bimayla Mizikno Shalzeh, and he was on top of this, on the step above the Zaidi of this person. And even though he was a higher authority than the person who was the house of the Nasi. He asked Rishos to be Matar Bechoros, meaning he followed the protocol. Okay, Samarler Baba, lo kacha yimaisi. You got the story wrong. Ela kacha yimaisi. Rabbi Yosi ben Zimra koyin haya. Rabbi Yosi ben Zimra, there was a different issue. He was a koyin. Okay, v'achet kamipoyle. Halacha kirimeyer da amar achoshe bedavar loy don of lamiido. After all, kahanim are always nechshad lahatar bechoros because they have a very serious vested interest. Because they have to take care of the animal, bismana said that you can't bring it as a carbon. They have to take care of the animal till it gets a blemish, and it's an expense. So there's they want really wanted to get a blemish badly, so they might put the blemish on, you know, or like you know really encourage That's it to get a blemish, you know, cross the line. So therefore, since they have a suspicion, maybe Lodonovlemeda they can't testify about it in terms of even for somebody else. To see if the other things it qualifies as a blemish. Or is the Allah Khalakrabshim Gumliel to Amar Naman Hu al Shal Khaviro? If it's his own, he can't be trusted. But for somebody else, he could be trusted. This is Machlokis. So who do we pass that we do trust? That's what the Shiloh was, and that was the answer that yes, you can pass in for other people. Obviously not for yourself, because that's where your vested interest is, but you'll be Clear and you, you 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 have no vested interest when it comes to an, a fellow calling and you'll judge properly. And this is why we talked about this for the second question. What's the second question? Can a person go out with a sandal made out of sham? Sham is, I think, cork basically. 
It's a cork yeah. material. They made the shoes out of that, a sandal. Can you use the, a shoe made out of cork for Yom Kippur? So Amr Rav Yitzhak Parnachmeni al-Raglav. Rav Yitzhak Parnachmeni stood on his feet. Amr Ani Reisius Rabbi Yishuv and Levi. I myself saw Rabbi Yishuv and Levi. She yatsu besandal shal sham Yom Kippur. He in fact used to walk around in such sandals on Yom Kippur. And I said, okay, what about a tiny tzibar? Um, You know, when we're fasting for rain at a certain level, when it gets very, very serious because the rain still didn't come, they would, they would, um, they would take, they would also answer in Ni'ilis Asanto. There too, Samarlei, Loshna, doesn't matter. Same matter. I met Rebbe Lazar from Nineveh. Who also went out in such sandals. On the tiny Sibor. And asked him, and what about on Yom Kippur? And he told me, no, there's no difference. Bottom line is, either, either tiny Sibor or Yom Kippur, it's fine to wear such shoes on Yom Kippur. Okay, so modern terminology, you can go with Crocs. On your Yom yeah. Kippur, okay, it's very that's similar. Cool. It's cool. Okay, whatever. So that's the that's what it, that's a cork and crocs are basically similar similar material. Rav Yuda Nafik Bidhitni. Rav Yuda used to go out on Yom Kippur with hitni. What's hitni? Um, that's a uh, that's a type of cork material, whatever. The same type of like a similar type of wood. Okay, soft wood. That's like that's like. Um, you squeezable, and Rava Nafik be uh, be which is uh, like a type of a grass material, and Rava Baravuna Karuch Sudra Karevinafik. He would just wrap cloth around his feet and walk out. Masiv Rami Barchama Hakita. So Rami Barchama is the cash on this dinim. Hakita Akita, somebody who's a peg leg, right? He's he lost, never lost of lost his part of his foot, so um, he has a, a wooden prosthetic, so he's allowed to walk out with that on Shabbos. That's Rameir Shita. Rabbi Yossi also. Rabbi Yossi says no, he's not. They both agree. On Yom Kippur, you're for sure not allowed to go out go go with that on Yom Kippur. Okay, Betania Lovish. Okay, so now, Amr Abai. So what do you see? This is, what's the difference? Wood is wood. If you're not allowed, if wood is qualified as a shoe, then that's a problem over there too. And what's the difference? So Amr Abai, Hassam, the Ispik season. Inside the wood, they put a soft, you know, soft, fluffy material to make it extra cushy. To be and to therefore, that's why it's worse. Mishum Tainuk, it has a special pleasure, it's enjoyable. Amr le Ravas Ravas says, "V'ilav manahu." If it's not halachically a shoe, ksis in mashvi le mana is the is the soft, fluffy cotton that cotton balls that you put inside gonna make it into a shoe. Well, it's called tainuk to love minahu, and if who cares that you have other pleasures that's not a shoe? The whole iser was limited to the pleasure of shoe wearing. If it doesn't qualify as a shoe. Then this is not going to make it qualified as a shoe, and just because it's a pleasure that's independent, then there's not no problem. There's no din of all manners of pleasure that's prohibited on Yom Kippur. There's no such thing like that. So the Rabbi Barufuna have a sudra akari. Enough. So um, um, he used to wear these soft pillows on his feet. So what's the? See, it's very comfortable. Um, and it, furthermore, it says that if this peg leg has 
a, a makam, a place to hold so, the soft material to, to cushion, so then it's tummy. Michlal de Reisha Labit is like season of skin. It sounds like that uh, right now we're not talking about where it has that that, 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 those, that other material. So, so that's not the case. That's not what it's talking about. So what's the issue? This leg, this prosthetic, is a shoe. Over Shabbos, Bab Kaliki, the Machlok, his Shabbos is this. Marsov, on Shabbos, there's a concern that those things were really, you couldn't use them. It was more for just to make him look a little bit more normal. But he wasn't really able to lean on it. He was walking with crutches or something. And he may just, you know, if it, if it slips off his knee, he's going to just pick it up and take it with him. And he'll come to carry on Yom on Shabbos. And the other one is saying that it's not a concern that he's going to come to do that. But that's the issue. All right. The rabbis learn, Little kids are allowed to do all of the inuyim. They're not allowed to eat, drink, whatever it is. There's no limit as far as the other inuyim are. Anyam Kipper, Chutz min ilas asandal. But when it comes to shoe wearing, we're makbit that the kids don't wear shoes. You don't put on the leather shoes on the little children. You put on sneakers or something else, sandals, whatever. Well, one second. Let's we'll see why. Uh, the Gemara is going to ask, what's the chilek? Why is this? Okay, so Maishnas ni'ilas asandal. Why is shoe dif- shoe wearing different? Because people say, He didn't put on his own shoes. Who put on the shoes? The father put on the shoes for him. So that is, is so. So that's something that I can't wear shoes. I'm not allowed to put on shoes to my child. So that's the issue. So the Gemara says, and what about Rechitz Vesicha? No, so what about Rechitz Vesicha? Maybe Rechitz Vesicha is also, it, was, it looks freshly washed, uh, you know, so, so in Sicha, um, so it also looks like who else did it? You think the king can do it himself? He was bathed by his parents. So it's the same thing. So the Gemara says, That's not Muchach, that he, the father did it to him on, on Yom Kippur. Maybe he did it the day before and he still looks good. He's still clean. Um, so the Gemara says, And the shoe also was put on to him last night, yesterday, and it's still on. Ah, that cannot be. Low Efshar, impossible. Why? You can't put, keep the shoe. The shoe that he's wearing today was not worn from yesterday. How do I know? You want to taste the taste of death? You sleep it with your shoes on. That's a very bad sleep. It's not good. You got to take, got to remove your shoes in order to get a proper sleep. And therefore, you, it's it's the custom already not to let a child sleep it in shoes. You take it off. Make sure he's sleeping without the shoes on. Now, time. Uh, so, so therefore, um, the bottom line is. Is that you're wearing uh, clearly? Nila um, Sasanda was done this morning, and that's the concern that it was done by the father. Ah, so the Gemara says, but it's saying that you're allowed to do everything. It's not only because it doesn't look bad, it's saying it's mutter. What's the difference? So, things that are not necessary for the development of the child, that's what the, that's what the Chacham made Xerah that you can wear, the, and shoes are not necessary for their development. Okay? That's where the Xerah is. 
rabbinically to to educate the children, right? Hanach to revisay, but things that are in the children's need for development, then lo gazer upon the rabbis never made a decree. So you're allowed to bathe your children. What's the, um, you know, rub them, you know, wash their faces. The Amr Abai, Amr Li'aim. Abai's mother, as we know, wasn't his real mother. It was the woman who raised him. His mother had died in childbirth. But she was a tremendous doctor. She was very knowledgeable on all manners of health, etc. And she told him, Revise di Yenuka. The infant's development is Maya Chamimi Omishcha. Hot water, a, ba- a bath, and uh, oil, rubbing oil on the baby oil, they rub it on the baby. That's a very important de- part of their development in the very young ages. God them, when they get a little bigger than that, give them eggs with a mil- and a milk, or whatever, a dairy dip, and that's also very important for their development. God when they get a little bigger than that, okay, now this is the terrible twos, whatever, tevure mani. Their development is to break things. That's what they need for their healthy development, to be allowed mm-hmm. to break things. The child needs to sort of... Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a stage. It's a stage of development. Like Rabba says, the Pachra used to buy cracked uh, earthenware stuff that was cheap, you know, that had cracks in it. For his child, and then they would break it. And it gave them a pleasure, and that's a very important thing. If you ever see uh, blocks, you know, they build it, and then they yeah. knock it down. That's, that's right. part of their, it's important for their development. And that's, uh, and that's the thing, okay? Lego. Yeah, so my, my, my Chavrusa said they should teach these, this to the uh, children, psychologists, because that's part of the problem that they think, oh, you can't break anything. That's exactly what they need for their development. Okay. Next, Hamelech uh, HaKala. The king and the uh, bride, they're allowed to wash their face. So, Masnisimani, who's a gong like our Mishnah? Rabbi Hanani, they've been tried in the Shadini. Titania, the bride says, They're not allowed to wash their face, according to the Tanakama. But Rabbi Hanani, they've been tried in Omer, Mishum Rebeliezer, Hamelech Vakala, Yirchatsuas Benem, they may. Hachaya, a woman who is uh, pregnant, Lotinola's son, she can't. Um, she's um, not allowed to wear shoes. According to Tanakama, Rabbi Chanan ben Shadion Omer, Mishum Reb Liazer, she may wear shoes to keep her from catching cold. My timer. What's the pshat by the king? Melech Mishum by the king. Mishum dechsev Melech biyafio terzena inecha. The king has to look always handsome, and he can't have like smudge on his faces. He has to wash his face. Okay, Kala, my time. What about by the bride? Kedeshalot tiskan al She needs to look beautiful for her husband. Ah, so the question is, How long is a woman considered a bride? He's, I mean, I mean, Yehuda calls his wife his bride, still to this day, okay? So that's the question, when does it stop? No? Yanko, you don't call you, she's still your bride, bottom line, right? So don't answer, get personal. Don't get personal, okay? So the says, For this din, it's 30 days. So for the first 30 days, that's what since it is. The, since the morning to the wedding. No, 30 days from the wedding. Yeah. For the first 30 days of marriage. Okay. What's the reason why she wears her shoes? According to Rabbi Hanan ben Trendon, because of the cold. She so don't want her catching cold. If there's an issue of... of uh, 
of uh, scorpions around and oh. you live in such an area, then everyone is allowed to wear some foot covering to protect themselves. And, that's the sh- and that doesn't have to do with anybody. It's just for Sakana. And that's the bottom line. We'll stop over here. Thank Shikaya. you very much. Uh, uh, hopefully catch my boy, flight. Boy.